Getting Stoned, a podcast about all things gems and minerals, and I'm your host, Jenna Kreider. And today, I have a special guest on crystals. I have Nikita Emoji. Welcome, okay. Nikita Emoji. Thank you so much for being on Getting Stoned. How are you guys doing today? We're, We're doing, doing great. Great, yeah. It's been a good day. It's really sunny it's out here in San Diego. It's a very hot day in California, but we're uh, enjoying our our uh, little kind of break from our business because we are hardworking crystal div business online. So it's been it's been a, a, a tough day, but it's been a, a good day. So we're we're feeling good. So you were telling me you were originally from Houston. How did you end up in California and in the crystal business? Okay, so I'll take this one. Um, so we decided to get married because, I mean, it was like a lot of people these days, they just kind of like stay together. They're like, we don't know if we want to make it official and get married. But we were like, no, we want to actually do this thing. We want to actually like be husband and wife, even though we were living together and it was already a common law marriage and everything. So long story short, we got, you know, we got everything like prepared and we started the wedding prep and um, I got a wedding planner and we decided to get married in Cabo and have an Indian wedding in Cabo. So this was like actually planning a wedding is literally like a job, okay? It's very intense. And um, I felt overwhelmed. Like I felt overwhelmed in the sense that I was already like not happy with the business, like with what I was doing um, as an analyst in oil and gas in my job. And so, and my and Moji was very supportive and he was like, I think that, you know, you should, this is probably the right time for you to just go ahead and and quit and um, try to pursue what you want to do, like, as your passion. Because my passion then was art, actually. I was an artist. Um, mm-hmm. You don't make much money as an artist. You do it because it's in your heart. And so, you know, I we did that. We planned a wedding. We got married in Cabo San Lucas. It was beautiful. We had over 100 people out there. After the wedding, we knew we wanted to live in California because we were traveling to California almost eight times a year. It was crazy, and it was expensive, and it was just, like, it was like, why are we, we, sh- we might as well move, right? So like, right. <laughs> let's take the leap. Let's try it out. If it doesn't work, you know, we'll move back to the South. And so we packed all of our stuff. We packed our apartment. We, like we were living in a high rise. We had, a, you know, a lot of people out like there, a big, big community. <laughs> yeah, we had a big cat, big community. My, my family lived out there. A lot of friends. And we just like up and left everything and just kind of like started over out here. So when we got here, we literally did not know where we were going to live. We get to uh, Moji's parents' house, and his dad's like, you have a cat? <laughs> and he just doesn't <laughs> want the cat. He doesn't want the cat in the house. So we're like, shoot. So then we have to, we basically get an apartment, like a little, like, small apartment that we could afford then. Um, and we started living there, and then we're like, what are we going to do? Like, we need to start making some money and doing something. We didn't so, know anything about crystals. Yeah, we didn't know anything. So th- at this point, we had started this spiritual, a spiritual blog on Instagram called Om Connection. And this talked about Hinduism and Buddhism. And it talked about, you know, like meditation, yoga, like the root behind yoga, and mm-hmm. like the stories of Hinduism and like all, it's just like but a it wasn't, very. It was more of like a blog. It wasn't our own like original content, which is what we. Yeah, did. we just were spreading information because actually we met at a Hindu summer camp. So me and him have always had this passion about um, we want to spread, like, knowledge about Hinduism because a lot of times when you go and and pray at, like, temples and stuff, you don't understand what's going on. Like, they speak in these, like, languages. Even us, like, as first-generation Indians, we don't know what they're saying. 
So we wanted to make it easy. So that's where, like, we just, it was like a side thing, you know, it was just like an idea and it took off on Instagram. So we were, we were selling at the, at the market and then this guy came up to me and he showed me a crystal and this was like five years ago and I didn't know anything about crystals at all. And now I could probably name every crystal. If you, if you show me a crystal, I can name everything basically because I've, I've learned so much in the last five years, but we didn't know anything about Yeah, crystals. it was a clear quartz sphere. And he was like, he was like, Moji was in. He was like, try selling this. And then before I knew it, I was selling more crystals than him at the farmers market. And then I started selling them online. And then the rest is history. Like we just started selling them, and now we have more orders than we can handle. You know, so we're, yeah, I think that's you know, always a good thing. Because we work well as a team, but we're also like, I bought a Tesla by selling crystals, so then I'm feeling good. You know, not just one. Yeah. Tesla. Oh, you yeah. bought a Tesla. You said you bought a Tesla by selling crystals. Hey. Yes. Yes. Hey, he I, bought two Teslas. Yeah. Well, clear. one was the stock market. One was one was because I invested in Tesla. Right. Mm-hmm. And one was because I we sold a lot of crystals. Yeah. We been, we have been like even when we're down. If I have anything to say to people out there that start an online business, it's like even if you feel like you're struggling and the day is rough, what what me and my wife did was we kept on going. We didn't give up. Like every day, we, there were there was days I remember where we we made like twenty bucks or fifty bucks, and we just that would make us happy because it's like even making one or two sales back then was a big thing. Now we can pull in like a thousand dollars a day easy, and we we don't even think about it, you know. Like so, it's like kind of like the times change so much. But if you keep putting in that work every day as a business, as an online business, it can pay off big time. And that's what, what our experience was kind of because we just, over the years, we kind of built our customer base. We we built our clientele. And we're at a point now where, like, you know, if I want to have a sale with my wife, we can pull in, like, 5 or 10K in, like, a couple of days. So I feel confident that, you know, the business is doing well. But it's, like, just kind of like the evolution. It's kind of still hard to explain to our parents, though, what me and her do. You know, like, our parents are, like, they still think, they still think about jobs, you know. So it's, like having an online business is just an entire, there's a new wave of people that do their businesses on, on Instagram or on, you know, on Facebook and stuff like that. So I just think that's kind of cool, you know, but it's kind of interesting. So that's just kind of, I don't know. If it's, I don't know if that's a topic you want, you want to touch on, but. Um, Whatever you guys, I mean, I could talk about crystal stones, Teslas and stuff like this. All yeah, day, for sure. We can talk about I do both. Know, um, when I, when I was married back when I was um, kind of, married i was managing an art gallery in dallas when i was living there wow. and um there was this crystal store and i was just i was like you know what i'm gonna sell crystals <laughs> and so that's what i did like i you know a lot of my sales in that i wound up actually getting like the owner of that gallery she was like you can just manage this and do whatever so i did and she you know i was making money i was making it's around like two or three thousand a week just off of jewelry sales in a dead mall for sure um yeah. the yeah. mall was one of those dead ones and I would just keep my hours open till midnight on the weekends because the movie theater was the only thing keeping it alive. And, you know, that mall wound up closing. And then um, the way my story goes, I wound up, you know, going through a lot with my ex. He uh, put me through hell pretty much. And that's how I got involved with the Tesla community. Um, and that eventually led me to um, interviewing Elon, which I still can't believe happened. Yeah, that's um, <laughs> crazy. That's like the so crazy. Thing in the world. Yeah. You want to hear something? So Elon is always saying fate loves irony, right? He's always yes. saying that. I yes. was married in Dallas, and I said after what my ex put me through, I said I'm never going back to Dallas ever again. 
tell me why on my way to interview Elon and on my way from interviewing Elon, I get stranded in Dallas twice. <laughs> that was my first time going back to Dallas after everything that you happened to, to me. Elon, you know, like Elon was calling. It's so a new yeah. chapter in your life. <laughs> yeah, like that's that's huge. Oh, and it was just crazy, like, everything came full circle because it was Elon who, um, so when when my ex first left me and all of that, I had nothing but my jewelry and a jewelry blog, and I wrote this open letter to Elon. That's how he found me, was through this open letter. And he reshared it on the Twitter, and the jewelry sales, I was literally homeless staying with friends, and it literally <laughs> saved me, you wow. know, so... That's moved awesome. to Louisiana, where I'm from, rebuilt my life and all that, but it's just... Yeah, I like yeah. that. Yeah. So you live in Louisiana right now? Yeah, I'm in Baton Rouge. So I'm you got to come out to California. If you're ever in SD, you got to give us a call and we'll... we'll I will. Yeah. I was in San Francisco that. last year twice for two Tesla events. I was at the Plot event and I was at AI Day. Nice. That's all. Oh God, I would love to go with you. I would love to join you at a Tesla event one day. Emoji, so they're fun. Yeah, yeah. Tesla events are fun. Oh my gosh, it's like I'm a Tesla fanboy. I've been. I bought my first Tesla in 2019. That was June, and then that's when I invested in the stock too. So I've been. I've been pretty, and I've still held most I of my position. Invested in it before though. So I invested in it before, but then I had like. That was like back in the day when I just like bought it and sold it, but I held on to my. This was like a fifty pre-split stock yeah. price, you know, like, yeah. or two two fifty pre-split. So that's it was fifty dollars, which is now, which is a that's a, that's a, I mean, I did pretty yeah, well. But he's also like very passionate, you know, like he's he's always like telling all of our family members and friends like you guys need to get it, and like, I mean, he's he could talk more about this, but I'm just like. I kind of let him do his thing, you know? So, like, the crystal business is there, but, like, for him, he's more passionate about investing and more so in, like, clean energy and electric vehicles. And yeah. Tesla is, like, That's kind of why I found you because I, I noticed that you were a rider for, you know, for clean tech. I was with, I yeah. was with Clean Technica. So, yeah. I wound up leaving Clean Technica right around audience. the time Elon, because – you know, right around the time Elon set, we set the interview up, and I realized, oh, I'm not with Clean Technica anymore, and it would be kind of wrong to do it for Tesla Roddy. So I, I asked him, I said, hey, can we just do it for my Gem and Mineral podcast? And he's like, sure. And I was like, sweet. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, so, so that way like it would be that. fair to both publications, you know. No, I follow you on Twitter, yeah. So I see that you're, you're, you're always defending him. It's like I feel like the man has gotten such a bad rap from the media, you know, because, like, I just feel like people have this agenda out against him. And I feel like, in actuality, this man's trying to save the earth. You know, that's what people don't he's realize. He's so nice. Yeah, I like, he's so fr- – when like, I told him, I was like – we were interviewing him. I was like – because my friend Gail, she was hosting me, so she was with me. And I said, Elon, I'm a little nervous, you know. And I was nervous as hell. Like, this is, like, yeah, my I largest bet. life, and they're You're right in front the of you. In the world. Like, that's he and, and like, most influential. He was just so – he was, like, so gentle. He was like, oh, no worries. Would you like something to eat? And I was just like, <laughs> you know. I my nerves were bad. I was like, no food for me. That's my awesome. stomach was, like, my stomach right. said no. <laughs> and Gail was oh, like, yeah, cool, let's eat. Like, I was always, I was always like, one day I want to, I want to like show Elon my crystal because me and my, I have a, uh, a, a pretty. I say him, Mobivite. He has Mobivite. 
Uh, yes, okay. Moldavite. That's awesome. Yeah. So we have Moldavite, but is we it suck. Natural? <laughs> I mean, I mean, it probably is. Probably. Elon probably got his first. Oh my gosh! When he shared my blog in 2018, I offered to send him a thank you gift of Moldavite. I took, I tweeted the picture of that picture, and because he had tweeted to somebody else the address to SpaceX, but I wasn't going to send it without his permission. Like I didn't want him to be freaked out or weirded out, you know. Yeah. And he replied and to like, me, thank this, you. What is this green thing that she's sending me? Like, yeah, that's <laughs> Like, <I'm>, you know, <laughs> like, no, what is this? I was, just, I was just thinking, like, I noticed, so you have a you have a product where it's, like, you found um, a, pro- a way to um, kind of integrate crystals and Tesla, kind of, because you, inv- you were you the inventor of that product that is, like, the bracelet that opens up the car with the crystals okay, on it? So I did not invent the bracelet. The company that makes the chip. Uh, reached out to me. They were actually on my May edition of the Getting Stone, and they're called Connect. They're from um, Czechoslovakia, I think. I have to go back and look. Um, so but they have they, make like microchips to open the vehicle. They make yes, they do a chip that, and they put it in a wooden bead. So, and they sent me the beads. So uh, you can kind of adorn it with whatever you want. What kind of wood is mm-hmm. it? You know, um, it's it's like a really soft, smooth wood. I'm not quite sure what type of the wood it is. is that matters. I would love to have something like that. If you could, yeah, we could. I mean, I was just talking to my wife. Cause like, we're super interested. Like she said, I'm interested in Tesla. and We have a lot of crystals. If we want to make I'd more, I definitely Tesla, make them. Yeah, yeah like, I definitely make them. I, mean, like, um, okay. I just do them on the uh, I do them on the precious metal wire because the chip is expensive. Um, it's yeah. like forty five dollars a chip. Well, that's the and thing. So it's not, people are going to be spending that kind of money. I only want yeah. to do it with the precious metal wire to make it more worth it. For sure. But then is it like, it's not adjustable, right? If it's if it's on a wire, it's like a... So you I gotta, measure your wrist or you, I get yeah. you to measure your wrist. Uh-huh. And I make it like specific to those, um, to the oh, okay. size of your wrist. Nice. So if you have like a six millimeter wrist, the bracelet, I'll make it like that bigger. Not six, you know what I mean, in diameter. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll get one for I'll get one for Ms. Mahoney. I, I, I told, no, but I told, um, you can get me one, get, but you get her, besides me. I was going to get you one, but right. okay. now, now I'm like ruining the surprise. Well, okay. Anyway, <laughs> what I'm trying to say is that, um, California, of course, you probably, you know this, you write this in all of your articles and stuff like that, but it's like the number one state that has literally Teslas everywhere. Like you go, yeah, any area, even like you could say, quote unquote, the ghettos or whatever, and there's Teslas there. So mm-hmm. I feel like, um, you know, your product would be something would resonate out here. It would be super popular if we like if we also yeah. um, <laughs> another thing that me and Moji have started to do and want to do is like, have events. So, uh, like face to face in like, California, because we have an online business, it's kind of like. We're always, like, behind the scenes, I feel like. You know, you never see the faces behind it. Like, you just see, like, the videos and the pictures and, like, the the happy stuff, but you never see, like, you never get to, like, interact with people and you never see, like, what's behind the scenes. So we want to have events and we want to be able to promote, like, other businesses and get other people involved and, like, collaborate and stuff like that. Um, cause that's you always know, been- there was this huge Tesla event this last weekend, right? They're having it. I think they're going to have it again next year. So Tesla takeover in California. And they had yeah. vending. Yeah, they had Where is that? There. Where is that event? Oh, yeah. Where is it that? was at um, the Madonna Inn. And um, I don't know how to pronounce it. Saying, uh, is it in NorCal or is it in, in LA? It's in NorCal. Okay. It's like, it's just, it's near San Francisco. I'm not yeah. familiar with California. I was actually I mean, born I've been there twice. in Colorado also. So I was born, I was born 30, 
five years ago in Palo Alto. My dad went to Ber- Berkeley um, um, for college. So the interesting story, my dad actually um, went to the Hare Krishna temple with uh, Steve Jobs back in the day. Yeah. So oh, cool. Was, yeah, so he has some ties to kind of Silicon Valley. So every time I go up there, I definitely love to connect with people. San Francisco is an amazing, like... But then the last time we went there... The last time we went there, we got we got robbed bad. Like, we got our... Oh, my God. They, stole, they took everything but our crystals, which is kind of funny, because they took our clothes, like, all of our, our baggage. But then I had about $5,000 of really nice crystals, and they were kind of heavy, and they left all the crystals. So the next day... I didn't know cr- what they missed out on. I'm they glad they didn't take them. Like, they took my underwear. They took like my bathing suits. They took my charger, like everything. Yeah, you know, my got, medicine. Yeah, got jacked. And just in our car, like they this were was like, at, like noon. Oh, and, like the crystals. What is this? Yeah, you know, like it's like. Well, like that's the thing. The average person doesn't understand the value of crystals. They so really what, don't. Minerals in general. Minerals in yeah. general. Right. Like, so I think that we wanted to talk, or Moji especially wanted to talk a little bit about how um, the crystals are kind of a byproduct of. Of yes. So then, I was not, okay, so crystals are a byproduct of other, most crystal mining, like even the gems and minerals that we get, whether they're from Brazil or Madagascar or another country, they are a byproduct of when the country's looking for oil or the country's looking for copper or the country's looking for lithium, you know, the country's looking for some precious metal like gold or, or mm. silver, and then they just find like, you know, a bunch of quartz or a bunch of malachite or a bunch of, you know, really beautiful gems. And they just kind of like sell them to dealers cheap. So there's, there's the, that's one of the main sources of crystals. And then there's like the small kind of like mine, the family mines. When you go to like the Tucson gem show or the Denver gem show, you see like the smaller um, family owned mines. And those are like where you get. And that's really amazing to build relationships with those families and kind of like, that's what we've done um, throughout the years is build relationships. We know exactly where our crystals are from. We get them ethically stored. Yeah, we know, but we try. Sometimes when you buy from, like, a, a vendor from China, for example, yeah. those mm-hmm. crystals usually are, are a byproduct of the government mining for, you know, other, you know, rare precious earth metals and stuff like that. And then they find these crystals, and they just it's basically just, like, almost trash to them. They just sell it to, to whoever, but that's become that's because, treasure, you know, to us. The, this, like, ethically sourced thing has become super controversial, especially on the Internet, and I think that I wanted to touch a little bit of the base on this is because I feel like um, it's important to have your crystals ethically sourced and know where they're coming from, but you guys have to, like, they ha- the buyer has to realize that crystals are, like, we're essentially taking – Earth? We're plundering you. Yeah, we're we're, we're, we're hurting Mother Nature. Not we right? directly, but the people who are mining for stuff. Yeah, so that's <laughs> not ethical. I know. I think about yeah. that a lot. I, yeah. yeah. So it's like a lot of people in the crystal community are like ethically sourced. You know, that's like part of their vibe. You know, they're like, I want to be ethical and and stuff. But you know, when you're plundering the earth, you're not. You got to kind of admit that there is, you know, some. You're kind of, you know, messing up the earth too, which is which is okay, I guess, in some circumstances. But it's just important to for be crystals, honest. it's just to be pretty, you know. For like, for an electric vehicle revolution, for example, if you're messing up the earth a little bit for that, it's to stop, you know, a company like my wife worked in, like the oil, the oil and gas industry or something like that, which yeah. I think, you know, like someone like like Musk I mean, is trying to change the world. You know, what oil I'm saying? and gas like, is so ancient and like, but it's crazy it how is. much crystals have to do with the 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 
the clean energy movement and what's going on because a lot of these crystals are mined around areas that the same minerals that are create that are mined are used to make electric vehicles and to make chips and stuff like that. People kind of don't talk about that in the crystal business, which I think is kind of interesting. You know, just kind of think about like the link between just crystals and crystals in the future, because crystals can be like, you know, types of different types of like alloys and metals. And, and I mean, there's different types of, of minerals and crystals. So I'm saying like, it's just, there's so many, like people just don't know. So I'm saying in the future, I believe crystals are going to become just more of a popular thing. The popularity of crystals is not going to die out. You know, even if... if in, mm-hmm. in, They've been in, popular for thousands of years. Crystals, oh yeah. And a lot of people don't realize, they say, oh, it's fake or crystal healing is not real. Yeah. But you don't realize that you have magnetite crystals in your brain. Exactly. You have crystals our in your bodies brain. are yeah. made up yeah. of minerals. Like we, yeah. you have, why do you eat food? What, what, what's in food that your body needs? Vitamins exactly. and what? Like iron and, and those types of supplements. That's like, those are just, that's crazy to think about. People don't think about that. Like my mom was saying chemicals. She's like, don't use too many chemicals when you clean. I'm like, mom, even, even the, the, everything's made out of chemicals. <laughs> like when you're saying the word chemicals, it's like, I get what she means. She's like, don't use, like, the toxic, you know, more, yeah. more she uses more toxic. But it's just that the word chemicals and the word crystals, sometimes words like that, people don't kind of understand what they mean. Everything is correlated. Everything yeah. is related to yeah. one another. It's really interesting, though. I, I just find that interesting because there's this, there's this mine in California. It's called the uh, Mountain Pass Mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they actually harvest a lot of rare earth metals from that mine. And there's a there's a stock called MP Materials. They're um, a company that's they stand they stand for Mountain Pass, and they actually um, harvest a lot of these. Almost people don't don't know it, but in California, right there in this mine, almost 20% of all rare earth minerals in the world are mined in that mine right there, and no and nobody talks about it. Like this is actually like something that I feel like if people knew more about that. Obviously, the stock would probably do good, but um, it would just kind of people would realize the gold mine is the next gold rush is like the lithium rush or maybe like a crystal rush, you know, like like that's kind of like I the think it is lithium, heat. and I think yeah. it's not lithium. It's not the lack of like 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 Elon said before. It's the refining of lithium. Exactly. That's going yeah. to be the gold rush. Whoever can figure out how to refine it, it efficiently first is going to be like the gold. Yeah, it's going to totally. be rich. Yes, I agree because like the Salton Sea is near Esky where where we live. Like we drove out there to Anza Borrego, which is like the desert. When when you visit one day one day to California, I'll take you out to the Salton Sea. That's like one of the biggest lithium deposits in the world, and it just sits there. So then lithium is just there, but like the permitting in California to start a refinery to refine lithium is so expensive that you have to have like tens of millions of dollars to start that type of, of industry and the government will probably still stop you from doing it. So that's why Elon moved his business out of California mm-hmm. because the regulations. Yeah, California's too expensive. It's yeah. crazy. And yeah. the regulations and the taxes and all that crap, you know, it's just Texas, we're from Texas, you know, so we're like, oh, Elon moved to Texas. That's cool. You know, like we like Texas, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, we we're from the south, like we we get it, you know, like yeah, more land, no income tax. Yeah, like we like like the you know the government to be like laid off, you know. So when we were, I do miss that about Texas, no state tax. I do miss that, boy. 
Yeah, it's a good thing. <laughs> no, no food tax. You don't have to pay tax on anything when you're in taxes. I mean, you do have to pay, like, you know, um, your bit. federal tax. But, like, you go to the grocery store, there's no food tax, no county or state or parish tax. There's no, there's no like, a whole list of taxes on there. My dad um, plays the stock market for a long time, though. He sells his stock. Like, he bought the Tesla stock, and he sold it at, like, he bought it around when I did. And he bought a lot, probably a lot more than me. But he sold it at like maybe like around 500 a share and i begged them i go dad please don't st-. i go diamond hands this crap don't sell it dad i was like just just keep. he doesn't need the money you know like in the sense of like my dad like you know he's retired he made his money he just sold it because he was he was thinking it was going to crash and i was like dad go long you know but it's just like you know what i'm saying like I mean, at least he did well on it, but just like it's just I don't know. I just I find that like you know it saved me when I had COVID um, because I uh, I don't have insurance and um, so I had to like sell like I I sold I had like three or four shares because um, when you're rebuilding <laughs> you your life you're literally rebuilding from nothing you like it takes a lot to get to where you know you're trying to go. For sure. But when I had COVID, I sold all of my Tesla stock and I was so sad, but I was happy for my friends who did well. When it went up to like two thousand a share, but at yeah. the same time, I had to learn. Um, I have asthma, and I discovered there's this medicine called NAC. It's a supplement, and it literally saved me from COVID. Like, yeah, I mean, I mean gotta, like COVID an, was going to kill me. <laughs> oh, you'll buy Tesla again, though. Like, you can buy. Oh, you I have. Buy, yeah, I've already buy started buying now. back. Yeah, I already. I yeah. have one share. I'm growing it. So I just I bought the recently gym, bought a share. I bought the dip a little bit, so I'm I'm bought it again. Even at yeah, so I I feel confident. I mean, Elon though is just we'll see with this like twi- Twitter fiasco that's going on. Hopefully, you know they the the law is not too difficult on him and stuff. But yeah, um, well, Twitter has all these bots, and I see them every day. Like me you too. Know, I got scammed by one. Like back, they took oh it seriously. Back in the day, like okay, so a Twitter bot, an Elon Twitter bot with a blue check mark. This was like in 2000, freaking like 18. This was like four years ago. This is not even recent. So this has been a problem on Twitter for like, for like years. And like they don't want to talk about the Twitter bot problem. I'm like this. This crap is obvious. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like it's uh, there's bots everywhere, and they're doing malice. They're doing bad shit, and it's like no one wants to kind of bring it up. And I mean. I just found I find that to be appalling, kind of that like they're just looking over it. You know what I don't understand is why doesn't anybody talk about how these bots were related to Twitter being hacked? I really feel like they were related because Twitter was hacked in 2020 and it was a crypto scam and they were promoting the crypto scam and these I scammers mean, are still probably, on Twitter doing it. You know it's it's kind of funny. The CEO of Twitter has like kind of like he has the same last 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 name as me, kind of. So it's it's just spelled differently. So that's just it's just mm-hmm. fun weird fact but um i was gonna say that the the indian people and i i'm not trying to be like prejudiced against my own kind because indian people are very smart and obviously the people that created twitter are very smart and jack dorsey the man who actually you know started twitter he had these indian uh, interns or indian workers um one of them is um the ceo of twitter now and um they're just really good at writing code but they're kind of also good at like writing scammy code. And I mean, that's just where I see your point where it's like some, there is like a red flag. I feel like in the sense of like these people 
their business model is not making a lot of money like, you know, Instagram was at the time or Facebook or TikTok is now and stuff. So they're like, they need to find a way to make money. So maybe they're in on like the, the bot thing or something fishy. So that's why I feel like Elon. I don't want to say Elon like Twitter is. I don't want to say like Twitter is in on it. But I do think that you know there is somebody at Twitter who you know they they know like well because they, they know. Scammer pay you like if a scammer pays you money like you you might just take it like Facebook like I mean, you see like scams on Facebook like sponsored posts and it's like a scam like that you I think Facebook kind of stopped that recently I think that's why their stock crashed. But I think that Twitter, for example. Well, I wrote about that because they're doing that with Elon. There are scammers actually using uh, deep fakes of Elon videos, like video. promoting oh, these scams, and and they're doing it on Facebook. And Facebook is allowing them to allowing. pay for advertising. Yes, I yeah, actually wrote about the money. that. They're like they're taking the money from the scammers, and they're literally use that. They're like scamming like you know people that are ignorant or just people like that are just don't know. And they've ruined their like, algorithms. So like businesses, yeah, like our, like bus- our business, the algorithm, you know, that's so the whole topic. Yeah, yeah, we have to change our business model. Um, so basically, the algorithms have affected. Like we used to make like pretty pictures, like that was our thing. It's like we like um, mm-hmm. would bring colors together and create a- aesthetic, like a- aesthetically appeasing um, crystal patterns. And all of a sudden, I guess with the algos and stuff like that, putting up. A- a picture was like we were getting maybe like 200, 300 likes for before we were getting like at least five, ten k. No, at least two thousand, maybe like you know on a good day ten thousand. So we have to kind of like everyone has to do reels now, and reels are basically just like what TikTok's doing. And I know like people are kind of complaining about this all the time now, especially like the Kardashians just started like. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, the Kardashians. No, but I'm just... I know, but then they did something. Then Adam Morrissey was like, oh, I'm going to... She, like, took the, you know, Kylie Jarvis criticism and and listened. And I was like, wow. Yeah, what? (laughs) Right. So, like, it's just such a struggle when you, like, have built such a, you know, like, your business and, like, everything. And, like, you figure it out. We didn't buy our followers. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you think you figure it out, but then all of a sudden they switch it up on you. And now, like, you have to start doing something like TikTok. And TikTok is horrendous in my opinion with certain things um but like <laughs> like the dances you know what though with tiktok and I this is what i learned from another influencer on tiktok you just have to be consistent and post and they were saying post between four to six times a day on tiktok so the algorithm can recognize you as a as a, a creator that's a lot and of- that's and that's what I've been doing with my – I have a getting stone on TikTok, and I'm noticing the more consistent I am, I'm seeing, like, an uptick in views. It's very small, but I'm seeing, but, well, like, you know, more engagement. I have been seeing more engagement in the past few yeah, weeks. Yeah, that put up, like, everything. Like, do you post, like, crystal everything. content on TikTok, or, like, what type of content do you post? Mostly crystals and my jewelry. Um, okay. So I post, like – because I, I have a small collection. And yeah. I just do, like, I, I like to do, I have a macro lens attachment, so I like to do, like, little photo and videos of the stones up close and um, also of my jewelry, too. Um, but, and it's really just fun to do. And another thing I noticed about TikTok, and I don't know if they'll change it, but um, they're okay with repurposing content. You can make the same video of the same crystal four different times and post it, you know, throughout the month. And it'll show, like, the algorithm will show it to a whole bunch of different people. 
Yeah, that's good. So it'll, so then, like, if you have, like, a popular video, you can kind of, like, so revamp it. I guess once it. you learn mm-hmm. that, but, like... Maybe we can see, we just apply the same principle as we got, but we were consistent with Instagram. We got to be like we consistent over. with TikTok. Right. We were, like, TikTok we're makes it so much easier, too, with video. Like, I, I'm not the, I am not a video editor. I do not have a fancy setup. I just have my phone. That's it. And, you know, yeah. and that's all you need. That's all you yep. need for TikTok. You know, yeah. you can get some lighting. Like, I bought a little ring light, you know. But sometimes yeah, we, bought, I we have a ring light sitting right here. We bought it, like, a week ago. It's sitting in the box. We're, ready, we're like, waiting. I love for, like, it. I love it yeah. how it does all the different colors Everyone has stuff. a ring light. That's funny. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's I think crazy. that Yeah, but I think that um, John has a point that TikTok is, it's a good app if you're consistent on it, and they can, they can reward you if you're consistent. So maybe then we should be consistent on it. And maybe I should help too because it's, it's hard. Just, I don't want to put up like not you know like when you think that your content isn't the best. But, but that's the problem. You got to be more like just show show you for you. Right. Don't do it for you the. You know light. what? Get that thought out of your head that oh people aren't going to like this or because. The craziest things go viral on TikTok. You don't know what's <laughs> going to go viral. Like, perfectionist. That it's that's like, the problem. You got to let go. You got to be yourself. You got to just truly just forget the cameras there, you know? <laughs> like, just, okay. <laughs> you try it, babe. Maybe. All right. You know, I'll like, you know. Let's have your personality. Or something. You know, I'll, I'll just kidding now, but still maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it's called getting stoned, you know, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah. That. And I'm in California, so it's legal, so it's okay. No, but um, really though, it's um, it's it's the algorithm is controlling the world right now. It's controlling what's going on online, and it's ruining, like my wife said, in my opinion, not everything, but it's ruining a lot of people's businesses that have grown them on Instagram or Facebook, and it's mostly on mostly it's Instagram and Facebook, which is all owned by Mark Zuckerberg. So he's just- and you know what? The way Facebook is now, and I noticed this uh, last year, Facebook wants you to pay to play. It yeah. will literally oh, yeah. hide all your posts from your customers and make you And then pay. they'll be like, boost it or something. And then they'll show it to your customers or something. And you're like, I'm not going to pay you like 20 or 30. And then they'll keep asking you for more money. Like, yes, I, I've been down that rabbit hole with them. Yes, oh I, I do not like that. And I'm just like, nope. Whereas TikTok We're will let you do it for free. <laughs> we probably give Facebook realistically like a thousand bucks a month yep. in adverts, and and because because we just it helps our posts get more engagement. And at first we didn't. We used to give them zero dollars, and they our posts were doing even better than they were now. So well, now because the yeah the algos were like real then. They would just show you no it's matter like the what. The algos are hungry. They want you to feed them. Exactly. exactly. They're like cats. The bots are hungry. The bots are hungry. See algos. the bots. <laughs> Those bots are getting scary. Literally, you be a bot and then start a TikTok and then you'll go viral. <laughs> you're no, right, yeah. No, I mean, we know a girl, we know a girl on, cause just speaking of Instagram businesses, because we, can, we consider our business an Instagram business because that's where we sell. And that's where mm-hmm. we're, we have a popular following there. So there's this girl that we know, and she paid for her followers. Like, they were literally all fake, like, in the sense of, like, they were, like, from India or in Indonesia, and they didn't – they were, like, all bot accounts, basically. You could tell by just clicking on her phone. They had, like, you know, pictures that were, you know, produced by an 
artificial intelligence or something. But anyway, they're all fake people. And she got up to like 100K or like 80K followers. And that, and then she's a, like a kind of like a, a small musical artist. And that Instagram gives her a blue check mark too. And I'm like, so now she's like, and now she gets like two, three, four thousand likes a post. And her posts are like definitely not content worthy, but she's ganked the algorithm in some, I don't know how she did it, but she got a blue check mark. She got over 100K likes way faster. I mean, 100K followers way faster than we did. Yeah, I mean, there's like a top crystal, Instagram crystal page that Mm -hmm. I look up to. A lot of us kind of look up to. It's Rocks for the Spirit. Yeah, she's Um, She's my friend, actually. She's on on TikTok. I follow her. Yeah. So she lives in um, Encinitas, which is a little bit, it's like 20 minutes away from me. It's a little bit north. Up North County is what we call it, and she's doing she's she has phenomenal crystals, you know, like it's like top quality, like that's yeah. I know I I love her videos. Oh my god, that's like, like all I, of, I just yeah, like, exactly. I crave them. <laughs> I exactly it's like I want to do that. Like I want to like go out and like travel and like bring my crystals and take beautiful photography. But she hasn't hit a million followers on Instagram, but she surely deserves it. And she also doesn't have a blue check mark, but she hit a million on TikTok within, like, I think even less than a year. So it's like that's where, I guess, you could say that TikTok is more user-friendly if you do post consistently and if you post Mm -hmm. stuff that they want to see. But, um, yeah, that's just a little bit about, like, all the different platforms. But one thing that's kind of scary, though, is, like, the fact that the Chinese on TikTok, which is like a, a whole other topic. But I you know what? Talking. At the same time, they make our phones too. And <laughs> when I was living in Atlanta, when I was living in Atlanta years ago, and I, I don't remember who I had this conversation with, but they were saying that China owned like a lot of different um, properties throughout the city. Now, I don't know how 100% true this is. It could be all no, made up. I think it's but true. They started buying up all they the farmland. I own heard. a lot of land and a lot of properties, a lot of corporates throughout the U.S. And um, they own a lot. What you know? We don't want to go to war with China. <laughs> no, but yeah, like what's going to happen to that land if we do go to war with China? Like that's the scary China's part. China's going to be like, are we going to sell it? Or are we just going to buy more and then you know we own are, you literally? Is the government going to seize it? Like what? I don't know. That's not, that's a really good point. And like that's something that nobody. Because Americans are Greek, we're just a like a capitalistic oriented country. Like all people that are rich care about is getting more rich, which is kind of mm-hmm. sad. It is for like, real estate. They don't care if they're selling it to the devil, you know, whether it's China or Russia or whatever. And you know, some. And I'm not saying those people are all evil, but I'm just saying that some of the people in charge of those countries are doing some pretty bad things. And you know, we don't. Americans should not be helping them financially in any way. And and that's we don't kind even of, help our own people. Like, so I was homeless that. when well, I was a kid, well, we, you know? No, we don't help our own people. You're right. We need to help our own people, and that's really sad. And I think that – but the but the sad part is is that it, the, the help that goes to Russia and China goes as far down to even, like, the crystals, which is, like, something that we sell. And we – I think about how many – because, like, we have a vendor from China. Um, she's, like, well, our friend, actually, and she has a factory in China. And, I mean, she's a really nice lady. And we've been dealing with her for, like, five years. Her her and her husband are, like, a big crystal plug. That's what I call them. They just get all the crystals. Like, they mm. get them from China imported. They, they, carve, them they carve them. They carve them. material raw. Like, They're, they, like, an older couple. Yeah, they've become kind of, like, I don't know, so like more than friends, right? Like, they're the family. 
Yeah, and like I like I kind of know them well. So it's like they're such sweet people from China, you know. But other people might just view them, you know, like I don't know. I just feel like, you know, China kind of gets a bad rap. The Chinese people get a bad rap a little bit, you know. Because but I think the fault lies more with the government and maybe with the way they. Yeah, I don't judge the it. people. I don't judge the people because at the end of the day, we're all everybody, no matter where what country you're in. We're all just trying to survive, you know. Exactly. We're all just trying to just live our lives to the best that we can. Sure. Definitely. And that's one good thing about the crystal business is that we get to connect with people from other countries, too, and we get to kind yes. of like sell them crystals. Like, we sell, we ship around the world. So we have customers, Nikita can name, what type of countries do we have customers? Yeah, every, like, we, we ship to France, we ship to Spain, Australia, Hong Kong, Singapore, um, you name it, pretty much we could ship there. New yeah. Zealand. Like, we ship yeah. to, like, Guam, like, mil- military bases in Guam and, like, but that's the thing. For me like, to try and go. I so. try my best to listen to my customers and work with them. Like, um, an example, I don't know if you've seen our page or, like, maybe even, like, our sales page and how we sell. But whatever. So when we put up our content on our own Crystal's Instagram page, we basically try to give the customers that exact crystal that they see. And what I do in the back is actually quite a bit of tedious work. Um, you know, like I number each item, I label it, I like in, like I label it, I inventory it, I um, then I post it up, people claim it, I mark down, I log down claims. If the customers are like, hey, like can you please send me a, a video, I try to like work with them like that. But that's a lot of work for two people. And um, along with raising my child full time, which I'm, you know, as a mom, it's like that's you're, you know, you're, you mm. have to do that. Like, that's what you want to do. And I, I don't mind at all, but it's just a lot on me right now. And um, I appreciate, I love my customers, but sometimes, you know, there are some people, there are some bad apples there where they'll claim, like, you know, $1,000 worth of stuff, and then they'll just, like, block you, or they'll just, like, be like, you're so And there's a lot going on. There's a lot of that going on on TikTok, too. Like, you'll have um, – once you reach, like, a 1,000 followers on TikTok, you can go live. I'm not there yet. I'm trying to get there. Oh, okay. But there's a lot of sellers that they sell on live, and people, they deal with this often. And people will claim all this stuff, and then they don't buy it. Wow. And well, I don't hey, know, like, should, why people um, do that. We should definitely, like, talk about collab. Like, maybe not on the right now, but we should talk oh, about yeah. it like, soon because I think that what we could do is like provide you with like stuff that you'd be interested in making like your the jewelry and then we can like go live together or like you know like do something like that where maybe like first Instagram live and then we can beef up our TikToks and stuff like that but yeah that would be something fun to to work I think that would be something good yeah that sounds I'm always down for a good collaboration Um, yeah and you feel like crystals you know I think you'll love some of the things that because in in California is like kind of where a lot of the crystals do come they don't they come too so like they come Mm. from so they end yeah it's the import yeah support so me and my wife actually want to move to Orange County so we can just be like kind of closer to the crystals closer to the crystals also because (laughs) The schooling, the main reason is the schooling is, like, it's so good in Irvine, um, and we want our son to have the best. Like, Moji wants him to go. I want him, I want him to go to that What's Must school called. It's, like, some private school. He has a school like a Montessori school? He has some sort of, yeah, some yeah. sort of Montessori school. I think he, it's like I think it's, like, the uh, stars. I don't know what it's called, but 
There's some um, school that Musk has out there. So yeah. That's pretty cool. Like, oh, you're talking about Elon school. Um, yeah. SpaceX one. Oh, I thought you were telling Montessori. <laughs> no, no. This was no, no, but it's um, for children. Yeah, Adastra. Ad I don't know if I'm saying yes, that right. Yes, yes, yes. So I was like, maybe my son can apply there. Like, you know what I mean? Like, why not? You know? I mean, like, we've noticed our son is, he's a lot, like, he's developing a lot faster, like, with the brain, and he's very intelligent. Like, he mm -hmm. talks a lot. Um, Teach him how to read early. I'm telling you now. My mom taught me how to read when I was three. Yeah, and we did books. That's what installed yeah. my. That's what like that's just installed my love for books and writing. And if she hadn't taught me that, I don't know where I'd be. So reading definitely. Like I always say, if I ever have kids, I'm gonna just drill it into them. They're gonna be readers. Oh, this uh, boy is already saying. Well, he has so many books, like his book collection. He's going like book, book. His, yeah, he has books. Yes. Oh, how old is your son? So, I'm sorry, how do you pronounce your name again? Jonna. Jonna. Like John with an A on it. John. John with an A. Okay. John. Well, yeah, it was really good to talk to you, but I was just wanting to say that, like, um, you know, that's amazing that what you've been through and what you came out of and, you know, where you are now. And, like, I definitely look up to that and, you know, like, I appreciate this opportunity. Yeah. I, no, but I, hope, I hope we're not done. <laughs> oh, okay. No, but <laughs> are we done? That's the question. I mean, if you're... Um, if you're if you're Everything is ongoing. Like there is no such thing as done. Are you talking about with the podcast or like or or? No, yeah. I was just, I was just wondering the timeline because like we're oh. like that's the first podcast. Like I told you, I could talk about crystals all day, but I do want to keep it. I don't even know what time. Yeah, I do want to keep it at least an hour. That way, um, people yeah, won't no, be like, I'm, I'm not bored. We could do another one. We could do another interview got, too. So I could do another one with you. Like I could do one with you like every month. I wouldn't mind because like yeah. I love. I love crystals and I like Tesla, so like you're like the perfect person for me to talk to. Like, all <laughs> so. yes, I like. It's kind of like hard to find thing. people that like that love both of those things, you know. So it's pretty cool. That I found you, but anyway, um, um, let's go back to um, crystals and the future. That's what I was going to talk about. I don't know, which is kind of like a weird topic, but um, uh, it, it's not what really like AI. Yeah, like kind of like that because I was going to say how earlier how I had kind of like just mentioned how crystals were going to play a big role in the, fu in the future and not just like being aesthetic pieces on our wall and stuff like that. It's just going to be like, um, you know, be having crystals to produce AI or having crystals to produce EVs, microchips. They're already used. Lithium. No, but lithium I'm saying that that's been, like, only has lithium in it. That's going to increase, like, exponentially, in in my opinion. Like, it's only going to go up. Especially. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Especially with quartz. Quartz is the most common on the planet, and quartz is already in all of our phones. It's in our computers. It's in all of our tech. And there, there was a um, feldspar. Right? Feldspar is the most common. Quartz is number two. So you were close. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Quartz is number two. Um, yeah. So you're right. It's one of the most common. Quartz. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's interesting though. But it's just like these. It's just. Um, do you do you personally believe that human beings should look into the fact that people are plundering the earth to get these minerals? I do. I think if we can find a way to get these minerals without actually hurting the earth, that then we'll be making some kind of breakthrough. Like crystal lovers and EV lovers are ever going to talk about that really? Like in the sense of like, I just feel like it's never going to happen. I feel like that conversation is not going to blow up 
anytime soon because people, there's such a demand for beautiful crystals or such a demand. Well, I do know on the EV side, Tesla is focused on ethically sourcing their minerals. That's um, You know, so that's yeah. a really good conversation starter there, you know. Yeah. No, I mean, and, that's people don't know that. And, I mean, a lot of people that hate on Elon and people that hate Yeah, they on, don't like, read the impact report at all. It's always like, you know, Tesla's, Tesla's all is worse, is worse for the environment, you know, and it's like, yo, I'm not doing gas out every day. Like, you know, there's no, there's no way, but like just as a Tesla owner or as, as the EV endorser, we should know the fact that, you know, where these batteries end up, you mm-hmm. know, what they're recycled, you know, stuff like that. I feel like that conversation should happen in the Tesla community a little more maybe because, you know, and one of the first people I had on my podcast um, is uh, the largest battery recycler in North America. It's called um, – their name just went out of my head. <laughs> I'll look it up. I'll look it up. Don't yes. Google everything. Uh, I'll look uh, it up. Their name just, like, went out of my head. Their logo is in front of me. It's like a bright blue logo. Um, that sounds like a good stock to invest in. <laughs> Great. It's the best, the best uh, battery Life cycle. cycle. Life Cycle. That's their name, Life Cycle. Right. I'm looking it and, up. And um, they, uh, they were uh, – they were on my podcast. They were the first, actually, people in the mineral industry to come on my podcast. Oh, that's cool. Which was really awesome of them to do that. They didn't have to do that, but they did. Yeah, so, that's really um, cool. So how did you, how did you, like, what was your first, I know I'm just kind of asking you a random question. What was your first, um, like, step to kind of getting into the EV world or, like, the Tesla world? Like, what was, what was your, like... I know you I, um, said that you had so a bad I saw this uh, meme on LinkedIn about Elon Musk and didn't know who he was. <laughs> and then he came across my Twitter when I was just like a long time ago and it had no followers. Yeah. And I was like, wait, that's that same dude. And I interacted with him. And then one day he replied to me with, uh, about cats. It was, this was like some this kind of was in like you know seven eight years ago, right? Like back in the no, day. this was 2018. This was 2018. Okay, this was like, that's like that was like four years ago still. Yeah. Yeah, and then that's when I, it was in March of 2018 because my ex kicked me out on right on St. Patrick's Day, and okay. um, you know that's how I can remember. So it was like throughout then, and then I started like okay, well he replied back to me. Who was this guy? You know, <laughs> like, <laughs> you like did some research, and you were like, that's and then cool. I saw the video of him doing that interview, "Never Give Up," and that's when I wrote the open letter. Well, I think I wrote the open letter right before he he replied to me the first time. I cannot remember. It's like it's really fuzzy. But um, and when I did the open letter, I was like, oh, he's never going to see that, and he did. He shared it. So he, it was about, you know, it, I just literally like kind of poured my heart in that letter, thinking he's never going to see it. The whole world saw it. Oh my god. <laughs> that's, that's crazy. So that's on Elon's Twitter, like now, the letter? Yeah, so the person who shared the letter tagged me in it. Their account was suspended. I don't know who that person was. They were just somebody I was interacting with on Twitter. And, um, but he had retweeted it. And then he that had, his, so cool. and then I wrote, I kind of did a Medium blog post. I actually deleted it. Um, but the tweet that him replying to me, uh, encouraging me to believe in good, I was going through a lot. I actually wanted yeah. to take my life well, wow. over what my ex did to me. And I was in the process of taking my life when he replied to one of my tweets. So and when he on, saw... Wow. That man yeah, I don't talk about that much anymore because it's too painful. Wow. And it's, it's not like it's painful that it hurts. It's just one of those things I've grown from. 
But yeah, yeah I was in the, um, I was actually about to end my life when he replied to me, um, thanking me when I offered to send him some Moldavite. So, um, <laughs> that is like the <laughs> sign from God then. So that makes sense. Just like, you it's just stopping. You know, my phone started going off. You know, I had my notifications on and for whatever reason. And yeah, it just stopped me and made me just kind of like, yo, Jana, what you the fuck are you calling. doing? <laughs> You found your calling in life. That's that is just incredible. Yeah, so that's kind of how I got involved, and, and it, it all was through gems and minerals. It was really through gems and minerals because it was on my gem and mineral blog that my ex took down, and I had to rebuild that. So he took it down to get back at me, but you know. So you've been writing ever since. Like you, so you started writing then, or like when? Did you yeah, so I started researching who Elon was and started realizing there's a lot of misinformation around this dude. There's people that hate him for no reason. Yeah. And um, this group, they call themselves Tesla Q. They don't mess with me much nowadays. Oh, yeah, I know Tesla But they Q. used to harass the hell out of me. And what? they're like, we're, we're, you're That's going to crazy. jail. And I'm like, who the, who the hell going is you telling me what? I'm going to jail for what? <laughs> what, are you, what am I going to jail for? For you're tweeting to Elon? <laughs> and then, I mean, I've had death threats. I've had people tell me, like, message my email talking about we're coming for you. Okay, come on. Because I'm like, I'm the type of crazy, come on, come on, I'm going to serve you some tea. That is crazy. Like, just because you supported Tesla, that's how much hate you got. Yeah. and That is crazy. Be like, come on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah like, so I just started it. doing the um, research and writing, and I got uh, offered a job by uh, Clean Technica. So I started writing for them full-time in 2019, June, actually. That was, and like, then, before um, the blow-up. That was before Tesla blew up, even. Like, that was, like... Tesla was, was in the like, process of blowing up, and it was were, yeah, it was, was like such a fun thing to watch. Yeah. Like you know, it was just so like seeing Tesla just explode and become I what know. it is today. I feel like you know, like a parent watching their child grow up, even though like you know, yeah, I'm me not too. No, like I was there, like in the sense of like I was involved in it, in the company, not that not like with the company, but just like watching the company. Like I was all like my wife said an endorser. I bought the Tesla in 2019. I regret not buying more of the stock instead of investing in the car at that time because then I could have bought five cars, you know, so I'm like, but whatever, you know, like it is what it is. But it's just like, like you said, it was like Tesla's become such an integral part of my life in, in some ways too. Like, you know, it's not just the car. It's it like, gives us something to fight for, you know. Yeah. Like, like debunking a, a lot of the misinformation, it, it came to me at a time in my life where I wasn't even fighting for my, it gave me something to fight for, something to live for. That's awesome. And, um, and you know, and it out. helped me. It helped me rebuild my life, like for the first time in my life. Because my mom was in poverty a lot throughout my life. I was homeless since when I was a kid a lot throughout my life. So then, for the first time in my life, I'm stable. I'm taking care of myself. I'm paying my bills. I'm living my life and not really worried about you know homelessness, which was a constant fear of ours ever since I was a kid. Yeah, I mean a lot of so, people. Yeah, that's that's just like that's an incredible like story in the sense of like, that's an inspirational story for so many people that are out there that, you know, don't know what to do with their lives or like, you know, feel that, you know, they're not going to be anything. Cause I mean, me, like even my wife and me felt like that at a certain time, you know, and now my life, my advice for people out there who are lost, find something worth fighting for, yep. whether it's yourself or something bigger than you and just, you know, just fight for it, Hustle. and in the Don't end, you'll find yourself day. fighting for yourself. Yeah, you got to. You have to fight every day. I mean, that's important too, because like a lot of people give up. A lot of people, 
try like, you know, oh, I tried for a couple of weeks, I tried for a month. No, this is got you got to devote your life and like hustle every single day. And that's like yes. the, the mentality that makes people grow and makes you get like good following. That's what's like, you know, for our tick our tick TikTok we were talking earlier, it's like if we started that mentality, we would both have like a hundred thousand followers in a few months. You know, it's like like at least a year. You know, that that's the way I wanna think. You know what I mean? So that's like yes. I feel like that's, and, and you and, have to train and, yourself. You really yeah. have to train yourself. Every day I listen, I do affirmations. So, you know, it, 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 it sounds crazy, but I record myself, you know, saying what I want to happen. Like, oh, I'm going to have a good day today or I'm going to make healthy choices or things like that. Yeah. And I listen to that every day because you're literally reprogramming your mind when you do that. You are. Um, no, that's really important because, like, and that's when And that I learned I that say, from um, Billy Carson. You should definitely, he's definitely somebody worth following. Forbidden Knowledge, Billy Carson. I really like his content. That's not Billy M2K, right? I'm sorry. I got no, it. no, no. Billy M2K. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, then you think of the Doge guy. Yeah. No, because I saw that he follows you, so I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's Billy's cool. cool. Yeah, that's He's nice. Cool. Yeah, he seems like a really nice guy. So we think Billy is. Carson. Billy Carson. Yeah, he so he's, he's not that active on Twitter. He's more active on Instagram and TikTok. All right, um, I'll check him out. But yeah, YouTube. No, I love oh, yeah, he's big on YouTube. Um, But I listen to his meditations. I like his meditations and his music. Billy Carson. And he, he does have some ideas that some people say, Jonna, I don't know about this guy. But I, I find him very interesting, and I like his take on meditation. So, um. Sure. No, that's that sounds really nice. I mean, it's it's like, I think a lot of people, like you said, are lost these days, and they just need to kind of get back on their path. And and you know, I think that's going to happen for for. I think that there's going to be a movement in the right direction. So that's what I'm 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 hoping that kind of occurs. And I hope that Twitter gets owned by Musk. We can kind of like I don't know. We can probably wrap up in the next ten five or ten mm-hmm. minutes. I was say but that one I thing I Twitter. do worry about if Elon does end up owning Twitter and Twitter still has its problems, he's only like. I'm not saying he's one person, he can't do it, but everybody's going to blame him for everything that goes wrong, even if yeah. it has nothing to do with him. And I yeah, like, hope gonna, that he, Yeah. Yeah, no, I see what you you're know. saying already. No, but I think Elon's a really smart dude. Like, I think that he's he's going to do – he's either going to, like, try to get out of the deal or get a better price, or I think that he's so controversial. He would He's the kind of guy that would, like, buy it and, like, scrap the whole thing and, like, redo it. You know what I'm saying? Which is, like, yeah. that's what I accumulate him for. Is like, he's, like, his his brain is, like, beyond. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you met him in person, so I don't know what he's like. But you, you made him sound he, like a normal dude. You know he's what I mean? very kind. The first, that's, I would say, my first impression of him, when he came in, um, I gave him, like, the gifts, you know, because I gave him some Shanghai and some other crystals. Yeah. And he just put the gifts aside and gave us a hug. Like, he really? just wanted to hug us. Yeah, he's, awesome. he was so nice. He didn't care. He's like, I wanted to meet you, like, whatever. I bet people feel And he's like, oh, yeah, nice to meet you, hug. And, and then it was so funny. Gail was, like, her daughter designed a shirt, and she was trying to show it to him. And yeah. he didn't know it, but he was trying to hug her, and she turned away right when he extended his arms. And he gave me that meme look. You know that look with the eyebrow raised? That's, that's like a <laughs> meme face. He gave me that look. And I was like, I didn't want to say anything because it was going to be awkward. And all this happened in like two seconds. And then Gail just turned back around and gave him the shirt. And he's like, oh, yeah, nice. And then he gives her a hug. <laughs> That's funny, dude. So he's, and I told her, like, I was like, Gail, you turned away from him right when he was trying, he was trying to hug you. And she's like, no, I didn't. I was like, yes, you oh did. <laughs> it was, but he's funny.
kind, and he's very, very funny. He's hilarious, actually. And yeah. just really warm and down to earth. Like, I don't even know why I was nervous. I'd probably still be nervous again, because I'm always nervous when I meet people. I'm I mean, crap. I, I have that introvert in me. <laughs> I don't know how many people in their whole life will ever have the chance to not not only meet him, but have them on their podcast. So that, that is just incredible. And, he was so – I asked him, I was like, can you record the intro to my podcast? I heard it. That's why I heard it. That's why I met you. That's why I, like, come I, – because I heard that. I was like, whoa, this lady's, like, got you on talking about crystals. Like, holy shit. <laughs> that was badass, you know. Like, it really was. But um, anyway, no, but, like, um, let's just, I'm going to sum up with, like, a few kind of, like, points about crystals because I think that's kind of why we were here today to talk – talk um anyway i had a really good interview with you my wife had to she my son woke up she kind of trailed oh, off oh yeah but, no uh, it's great talking to uh, y'all the crystals is, is an industry that i think that a lot of people have entered recently and and it's become kind of a hard kind of business to just spring up and enter but it's like i said if you have a passion for crystals if that's something that you like to do if that's something that you have like a strong passion for, then just be a hustler and work every day. Do your tick TikTok, do your Instagram, you know, and I think that if you work hard and put your mind to it, if there's other crystal blogs out there that listen to this one day, I got if I got one do piece it. of advice to you is that just freaking do it. Hustle every day. Don't do give it. up. Somebody, do not give up, yes. You, yo, like, you know, your shit sucks or like, you know, whatever. Just be like, yo, man, just Get the f away from me and let me focus. You know what I'm saying? Because that's 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 the mindset that wins. You know, and that's what me and my wife implied. We didn't have anything like when I moved to California. I literally, and I told you, I bought a Tesla with a crystal. So it's like, you know, like the the sky's the limit. You feel me on that? So like, yes. That's I think that's yes, a, that's really a powerful important. message. That is a very powerful message, and um, I just want to add to it. You know, when I first started wire wrapping. And I was in Atlanta. Um, the guy who taught me, he was a master. Everybody wire wraps. Like, everybody in the little five area of Atlanta. There were so many different wire artists. And a lot of people do similar styles. Um, yes. The jewelry industry is so heavily saturated. And it can be it intimidating. Is. But the thing about it is, this is what Daryl always told me. He would say, Jana, you and I can wrap the same stone in the same wire. And it looked exactly the same but there's going to be somebody coming and they're going to pick yours over mine. It's because of your energy. It's because it was yours. In other words, everybody has value. So whatever you choose to do, no matter how saturated that market is, you have value. No, you're right. That's something that's a powerful point because we have plenty of, we have customers that love my wife. You know, she's like the main face of our blog. And I think they Mm -hmm. literally buy from us because she's established that connection with them over the years. And I think that's a key point is that us as humans have the value, and that's where the value lies and how good we are as is that know, human connection exactly as like and a, what a every person. single piece of jewelry that's sold, whether it's to the Tesla community or um at events, it's always been that connection with me that sells it, you know, whether yeah. I'm talking about the stone and its history or the it is always that uh rapport, and that's what's going to For sell sure. it. Oh, yeah, that's where, um, hi, I'm back again. That's where I'm, you know, trying to get back into, like, doing more face-to-face events and having yeah, more. Yeah, so then um, let's talk about that one last okay, thing. I was going like to say that. that if you do a, a Tesla event, a crystal event, in, and you want to sell crystals, 
if you would want us to come or help or bring crystals, like, or we could talk about it before, um, we would be interested, and then we could then we could have more crystals. So that's that's up to you. It's just a kind of a thought. Um, but I would love to. We can have a crystal. Dude, I would be down for that. I don't schedule the event. I don't set up the event. <laughs> but the person you would need to talk to about the Tesla takeover is the uh, Tesla owners of Silicon Valley guy. His name is John. Okay. Um, yeah, he interviewed Elon too. By the way, he, is there a they way interviewed that, like, him too. What do you do? You recommend that I just like email him or like message him? Like, I'll um, you... I'll ask him. I'll ask him for his email. Um, I'm sorry, he'll okay. if he listens to this podcast, he'll hear us talking about it. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, that'd be great. No, that'd Would be awesome. Would you guys want to do it in um in the no, south? No, there, there's there's an event going on. She said in California. Oh, right? nice. No, it what? happened already. It happened. It was oh, the Tesla oh. takeover. It was last weekend, but they might do it again. They, I think they're going to make it like an annual thing because this was like so their second a, one. Yeah. But you should connect with the. Uh, yeah. No. We'll how be like, close to San Diego is? How close is San Diego to LA? Like about an hour and a half. It's not all far. So at all. look into the Tesla owners of um, LA. I think. Okay. Look up Tesla Joy. Look up Tesla Joy because I've interviewed her before too. She's really good people. Um, okay. there's a lot of people, um, in the, man, you're in a good area because there's a lot of Tesla people in California and they yeah. have events and stuff. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I should get more connected with that with them. And then oh, there's one more question I want to ask here. You want to ask me? Oh, you're interviewing what, me now. What's your favorite crystal? <laughs> uh, Moldavite, um, Hyalite, and, um, what's the other one? Uh, Tranquilityite. Which I actually have... Nope. I've never so, heard of is a mineral they brought back from the moon and the Apollo Ooh. missions. And some mines opened up in Australia in 2000, was it 13? 2011 or 2013? Some mines opened up in Australia, and I have one from the Australian mine. So, wait, that thing, like, that, it came from the moon? Like, it hits, it, it's like a debris from the moon, like a meteorite? No, no, they found it, the Apollo missions, when they went up to the moon and they brought back samples. Uh-huh. They brought it from the sea of tranquility, and they found this mineral that was unlike anything found on Earth, so they called it tranquilityite. And then they found some in Australia, and it, I think it's like two, $2 billion or somewhere up there. So it's only old. in the moon in Australia is the only place. That For now. That yes. is <laughs> that's cool. I got to look and that up. I have one. I actually have one. I actually had one. It broke off into two pieces. Well, it had, three, it had a big chunk in two pieces, and I wrapped one with a moldavite and sold it and i have the other one wrapped it somewhere um i don't know what i've done with it but it is somewhere and then i have the uh p- and it looks like a piece of cake honestly it looks like 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 a little marble cake that's awesome yeah. That sounds, yeah like crystals are so unique that's the cool thing but i think yes every, there's a crystal for everybody and that's if you ever come to california and see our crystal madness that we have going oh on. my god i will probably never want to leave i'll just move will, into okay. your shop oh, i remember yeah, i'm asleep you know what i'm asleep in your basement you will never see yeah, me. yeah you can sleep in the crystals where our, our cast our castle is there but he's chilling but um <laughs> what i was gonna say though i have a really i have a pro this is just an, just an idea you could like think about it um so we're going to the tucson gem show um next next year and um i don't know if you've ever been there before in your it's life. Been on my bucket list. It's been on my bucket list. So if you would be interested in going and kind of doing like a little podcast out there or doing maybe you could interview some other people, some minors, whatever, like, or you could just experience it, you know, just come there as a, like, just if you don't want to work and you want to just chill or buy crystals, you know, you, there's a bunch of, we could like introduce you to some of our vendors. I'm already in. Let's do it. 
I was saying, because, like, you kind of have some influence. Like, you have a lot of influence, actually, probably a lot more than me. But I'm saying that I feel like you're interested. That's the main reason is that like, you have, like, a strong passion for crystals and, you you know, the things that I feel like we would kind of get along on that sense, too. So I feel like it would be a really good fit for us to kind of maybe connect there, too, because I think you would love it. Like, I think, like, and me yeah, and her have been. really good. I mean, we know, like, a lot about it. Yeah, like, we know, like, where to go. We know, like, which shows to go to. Like, we know, like, you know, we could even, like, stay next to each other, stay at the same Airbnb. I don't know. Like, we, if you have friends out there, we could figure that out. That's not a problem. But I'm saying that, like, I would love to connect with you out there. Um, I think that would be a good place that you would appreciate going to. So just let me know your schedule. Like, it's in February, I think, of next year. I like, think it's, the, like, the first weekend of February, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's, like, the first weekend. weekend. Yeah. It's actually it starts the end of January. The best is to come at the very end of January, like, January, like, 28th or 29th is good. That's when we go. Um, if you decided to come, you could come, like, you know, in, in the beginning of February. Or something. We, we, we usually stay for about, like, a week to 10, 10 days depending on, you know, things. But if you would like to come, the the invite's open. And um, we would love Man, to. Man, it's been on my bucket list. Yeah, I um I got to plan it out and see how, like, because um, I yeah, got a couple of schedule. other things I'm going, but definitely, yes. yes. Yeah, and if you, can't, if you can't do it next year, like, if it's on your bucket list, me and my wife are going to pretty much go every year. So, like, if you want to do it the year after or, like, you know, count, yeah, definitely count me in. Like I, I'm planning it. Like I'm planning yeah, it in like, my we'll head. Yeah, like we'll do it. because if you love crystals, you will. Your mind will be blown when you go to the gem show for sure. So it's been it's on just, my bucket list for so long. I've always wanted to go to that one. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Well, yeah, it was great. Uh, I think that uh, I had we had a great conversation. I don't know if we talked. I think about we everything. did too. I think it was I awesome. Hope, hopefully, we touched on uh, some good points and stuff. I don't know if we hit everything you wanted to, but. Um, yeah. See, I didn't really have a plan. I just wanted to go with the flow because those okay. are the best type. Yeah, it was, right. yeah, yeah, no, was the exception of that rule. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think you're right. I think it's just like having a good conversation and, you know, talking about certain topics and stuff. Like, that's really important. And sometimes it's better not to have a plan. You kind of do better when you're just being yourself. So I think, yeah. you know, that, that was kind of a good thing. I was able to express myself a lot. But, um, yeah, I mean, it was great talking. And, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to – listening to the podcast if whenever you you edit yeah, it and you want to do it. a part two or something let us know or if yeah, yeah. if you want to come to california let us know have a good day bye you bye. too bye, bye. bye.